0: The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter in each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence. You are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode fifty-one this time around.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of lost segment. my. Yeah, no, I lost my steam at fifty. Like, we'll we'll bring it back at like seventy-five.
0: I hope that's actually relevant when you turn fifty. I've lost steam. I just don't uh, care anymore.
1: <laughs> no, and when I turned thirty, it was done. That was it. My my bed is just this place to be. Excellent.
0: So your hosts who have given up for the day are Chris and
1: definitely Savannah.
0: I Don't know if I can even entirely relate to that So I don't know why I would say it, but I did anyways and you are here watching the podcast So hey, thank you very much for being here hanging out with us and checking out today's album We sure do hope that you have a lot of fun listening to the music and being part of the discussion that we want you to be a part of And so to be part of that discussion Make sure you like subscribe rate share comment follow all those things that help build up that musical community that you Yourself can be a part of very easily Especially over in the audio world wherever you may be listening Spotify Apple blah 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 doesn't really matter regardless There is a com- comment section leave some good reviews five star ratings let's make sure that other people like you can find the podcast and we can all just be a big happy kind of family thing
1: please rate us five stars on like some of the albums that we've rate the podcast <laughs> no don't do that no 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 well yes but but don't do it to us please i'm fragile and scared
0: suppose and so so spare savannah's feeling just gives us five stars make her yeah. feel better about things yes please But hey, of course, YouTube, we're not leaving you out, so make sure that you hit like and subscribe over on YouTube, because especially, I've been saying it every week, and I'm gonna keep saying until it finally happens, once we hit 100 subscribers, we are giving away a free record once a month, every month that we're over 100 subscribers. You want free music, and all you gotta do is hit that subscribe button, be part of the community. And like even if you don't get a record initially, right off the bat, the idea is you're still part of an awesome community. That's the best part, it should be at the very least.
1: And stay subscribed, and you could win the next month or the next month or the month after who knows as exactly. long as we're over a hundred.
0: Yeah, exactly. And who's to say that all 100 of those people are immediately going to sign up for the contest or anything like that. So, Hey, you might be the only one to sign up right away. So you might get exactly. it. Who knows? Or anyways, you got to hit subscribe in order to even be a part of that. But also, don't forget that you can uh, follow us and be part of the community, too, over on our social medias, which can all be found over at RateTheRecord.ca, our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of that over there at RateTheRecord.ca. And hey, if you, even though you can do all that for free, if you did feel like financially supporting the show, there is that option over on RateTheRecord.ca as well. But the separate website is Kofi.com slash rate the record. Be part of the RTR Club. You know, you'll get your shout out. You'll get your name on a card at the end of each one of our videos. Or I haven't figured out how to do that with audio yet, but we'll get there when we get there. Bonus content, exclusive content just for Kofi. And also, hey, if you got some music that you want us to listen to, we'd be glad to discuss one of your songs and rank them exclusively over on Kofi.com slash rate the record. So hey, check that out too.
1: And you might even get a bonus, five minutes of Savannah ASMR
0: breathing heavily into the microphone
1: it would just me it would just be me uh micing up my cat while she sleeps
0: so oh i thought you're gonna say like eating something I'm like so you're gonna do a mukbang then
1: oh no no i find that disgusting thank
0: you <laughs> I, as, as do i i don't i don't understand
1: i used to watch them and then like it's like sometimes you'll do something and then one day you're like ew Ew, ew, stop! Ew. Especially
0: the ones that get real sloppy, oh but hey, you know what, we're God. not going to talk about mukbangs, that's disgusting. Oh. We got a whole show to discuss today, and today we're actually celebrating an anniversary for an Woo. album. And I, I think this is going to be like, what, the third, if not the, no, only the third band so far we've done in the, uh, the, the Mount Rushmore of grunge music. So today we are looking at Allison in Chains and their 1992 album, 30 years old, Dirt.
1: Ooh, so dirty.
0: Yeah, but I think it is only the third because uh, we haven't done Soundgarden yet, so that's definitely up there.
1: Oh, yeah. Duh. I'm so stupid. I'm thinking, I'm like, who else at Pearl Jam? Duh. Yeah, we've done, done Pearl Jam Palm twice. Jam. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I, don't, I never think of them as grunge, so it always slips my yeah, mind. Yeah,
0: I know, but they, they, I, didn't, I don't either because they seem a little too clean for it, but at the same yeah. time, they always get pressed right into that scene, yeah. especially where they came from. So, I mean, hey, whatever. They're on that Mount Rushmore, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, if you are new here to the podcast, I'll say hello to you in a minute because I want to welcome back everyone we've had here first. Hey, glad to have you back. Glad that you're being part of this episode, listening to this album with us. So, again, make sure you keep doing that. Be part of the community. Thank you for being here. But if you are new, hello, I'm back to you now. Welcome to the show. Enjoy your stay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, just just like the people who've been here before we want you to be part of the community we'll, we want you to be comfortable be part of the discussion and just have a good old time But that also means that you don't know what we do on the podcast here No problem. I got you covered so each week Savannah and I will choose an album be it completely at random We'll just choose our own. Most more often than not sometimes like today an anniversary album Something's turning 20 30 40 something like that 50 regardless. We may very well cover it or sometimes we get requests like uh, last week. No, no, the week before was a request. Last week was system down, we, but we've had a request this season. We've had many last season, too. We're looking for more. So by all means, yes, more request albums. But regardless, we will choose an album. We discuss the songs at length. We write And, then, the we songs the and then we <laughs> rate the record. Rate the record. We did it early. I did it late. That's just that's the only way I could think to push that one through. So that's what we do here on the show, rating the record and all that such. But before we get into any of that, of course, uh, we kind of have to tell you a little bit about what we're doing today. And we mentioned it's Alice Chains and their album Dirt. So Savannah, if you would tell us a little bit about the band and the album and uh, all the happy stuff
1: that comes with it. That's me. I'm Savannah. might be. Um, Alice Chains was formed in Seattle, Washington in 1987 by guitarist Jerry Cantrell and drummer Sean Kinney. Bassist Mike Starr and Lane Staley on vocals joined not long after. Allison Chains is and was often associated with the grunge movement, and being from Seattle, it wasn't easy to shake that label going forward. The band was signed to Columbia Records in 1989 after Soundgarden's manager heard their 1988 demo. Their first full-length album, Facelift, was released in mid 1990. It wasn't an instant success until they were being played on MTV. Late 1992 saw the release of Dirt, their second album and the topic of today's show. Hey. Dirt was released on September 29, 1992 on Columbia Records. It was recorded in Seattle, Los Angeles and Burbank, California and produced by David Jordan and Allison Chains. Five well-known singles featured on Dirt are Wood, Them Bones, Angry Chair, Rooster, and Down in a Hole. The album's topics center heavily around depression, drugs, or heroin, war, pain, and relationships. So pleasant. Mm -hmm. Dirt peaked at number six on the Billboard 200 and would stay on the chart for two years. It has been certified multi-platinum in North America and gold in the UK and Australia. It was nominated for a Best Hard Rock Performance with Vocal Grammy, along with 10 other instances for the band between 1992 and 2019. But alas no win. In 2019, Rolling Stone ranked Dirt as number six on its list of the 50 greatest grunge records. And Pitchfork gave it an 8.7 out of 10. Entertainment Weekly gave it an A grade. And would you believe this? All Music gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Still
0: pretty damn good.
1: I know, but it's not a five. I read that going, oh, they didn't pay them enough. Uh-oh.
0: Damn, it's like the lowest score they've ever given an Elden period.
1: <laughs> right?
0: And they probably heard gratitude Oh my god. Oh, that was a 4.8 minimum. <laughs> 4.55. <laughs> Just yeah, dirt beat out Weezer's gratitude for worst Eldon reviewed. Ouch. Ouch. Well, I mean, I don't think we'll be as scathing as all music is about this album today. It's hard to say, but we'll know soon enough because it's about time we actually start diving into this album. So, hey, let's get into it. The very first single too. song number one, Them Bones.
1: What an abrupt beginning to an album and to a song. It just it did not lead up. to Ah! Yeah, it was just here it is. And that's it. And I I like that. It definitely set the tone for the rest of the album.
0: Yeah. And I, I also said it was a great explosive start to the <laughs> album because like, no easy you win. It's just like punch number one, like as if this song wasn't supposed to be the first, but they probably did it just to really wake people up immediately.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And the best part is the song's not even that long. It's like two and a half minutes. So I mean, like, it wakes you up pretty quickly and then gets into like the rest of what it wants to do. Mm-hmm. I actually never knew this song was that short. Like I've heard it a bunch of times on the right. radio, but like I never suspected two and a half minutes.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And even when you said that I had to to scroll down my notes and go, Oh shit, he's right. Yeah. It It's always felt longer, but not in a tedious way, just in a may, Maybe I thought I heard another chorus or something, but. I don't know. I like it. Regardless, they really hit the nail on the head in two and a half minutes.
0: Yeah. And I I feel like this is one of the more interesting songs in the album, too, when it comes to, like, composition, because, like, look how progressive they're being with this, like, seven, eight time signature. And then the chorus goes back to four, four. So, hey, because, like, I remember listening to the song when I was younger and realizing that, like, if you try to bob to four, four, you can't because, like, one, two, three, one, two. So there's definitely a seven, eight time signature. So now that I know what the hell that kind of stuff is, I'm like, Hey, that's pretty neat that they would do that, especially in like a scene that wasn't necessarily known for it at the time. Yeah. Especially grunge music. Like you're not really used to doing that kind of weird stuff, but Hey, they did it.
1: Yeah. I, I always knew that it sounded weird and I don't think I really liked it when I was younger, but yeah, just sort of getting used to it and sort of appreciating it a little bit more. I think this definitely rose in the ranks of, uh, not only Allison Chain songs, but just uh, songs in general where it's like, oh, I didn't like this before, but I hear it with fresh ears now.
0: So. and That's hard to do, especially when you've heard a song way too many times. And I mean, we, we've we gone through this. It was on
1: Guitar this, Hero too, right? That
0: too, yeah. And it, uh, <laughs> it was also in uh, GTA San Andreas, and I played mm. that a lot too. So, I mean, yeah. another like full exposure to it. And I mean... We've been through it many times where we've heard a song we're very, very familiar with and we're trying to be fair about how we're like ranking it and not necessarily saying, oh, yeah, nostalgia either. I love it or hate it because of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, it's, that's definitely a, a hurdle for me because I'll hear it and I'm like, oh, I love this song. But I guess objectively, you're kind of like, no, it's it's not that good of a song. And I'm like, but I love it. I like it.
0: And that's kind of how I felt like uh, with Midlife Crisis by Faith No More, how it's yeah. like, it's not a bad song, but it's definitely not as good as I remember being on just passive listens.
1: Yeah, yeah. My critical ears.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the only other thing I really have to say about this track is about like a lot of the vocal harmonies, and how much I like them. Yes. And I, I, I wrote this at the beginning. It's definitely a blanket statement, though. I guess I didn't know how much it would be at this point. But I said, I have a feeling that will be a returning feature. And I mean, like. I should have known because like all Alice and Chains song have like very rich vocal harmonies in them. So like him and Jerry Cantrell are just like going off like crazy and they usually sound pretty great too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna, just going to use this as a, a segue. I guess really just to add on to that, um, I, I said the exact same thing that sometimes the harmonies aren't completely obvious, but it just, it does add this sort of fullness to it. And I find that fabulous. I love it. Um, and I like uh, Jerry Cantrell enough that the only Alice in Chains related um, album or CD that I have is Jerry Cantrell's second solo record.
0: Yeah, fuck him. I, I mean, fuck the band. I just want his stuff.
1: Well, I mean, I really like those. So.
0: I like how you went enough out of your way just to pull out the CD for that quick little segment. Because if I didn't even give you the time to do that, you'd just be sitting there with your desk, like, staring at it, like, white knuckling. Like, I gotta show it. <laughs>
1: So there are so many things it like just in my text reviews that as I'm listening to the song, I'm like, oh, this is a funny quip. I'm going to say this. And then I don't get the chance to. And I always go back to it going, okay what song can I say this? Because I think it's hilarious. And then certain shows, I don't get to say it. So I'm like, all right, mental bank for the next time.
0: Yes, I I do everything in my power to cut you off when I can
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's quite obvious now after 50 50 shows now, so
0: 51 cough mm-hmm. nudge wink.
1: No, no, but you haven't done it to me yet, so.
0: Ah, uh, suppose and so. Yeah. righty then. We'll move on. Song number 2 now, Damn That River. Damn the torpedo. Oh. Okay. Sorry, I just had a bad
2: flashback.
1: <laughs> so, now I I see my first my first note here. If I didn't show the CD or the album, last song I definitely would have here. So, as someone who has heard both Jerry Cantrell solo albums, I see why they've been called an extension of Alice in Chains because, because right from the beginning note, this sounds like it should be off of 2002's degradation trip, which is the album that I own. The, just the beginning riff of this song, just, just reeks of this album. And I've seen some reviews of it. They're like, Oh, it just sounds like Alice in Chains. Well, yeah one no shit he's like a primary songwriter of you know the band but god it's just I I feel like I've heard this song before before I actually heard it and uh, I think cruising on that nostalgia I like it
0: (laughs) okay well it's good that you said you liked it because I immediately want to start saying that the opening guitar is immediately sounds like but but rock heaven
1: oh yeah oh yeah (laughs)
0: like I'm like I was like as soon as I heard it, it, was like, you're listening to the station, nothing but rock. <laughs> it's it just, oh my god, it fitted to a T. It was kind of disgusting in a way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it was heavy, power cord central. Like, I mean, the oh, pace yeah. isn't, isn't too fast, but I mean, like, you can still headbang into it, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not too fast. You're not doing like the psycho, like, Slayer-type headbanging.
2: Yeah.
0: Which, speaking of which, uh, Tom Morello makes <laughs> an appearance later in the album. So uh, I, mean,
1: I am so pleased with how these tangents are just tying right back in. We're getting better at this. I like this.
0: Well, it's, I, I guess it's fitting, too, that it would come up because, I mean, like, there's a lot of metal portions of the album, too, and also the era in which this album came out. Like Slayer yeah. was kind of on a decline at this point, I think.
1: Really? When did they, they, been, when did like, they start? In the 80s. Oh like shit. early
0: 80s. They were like one of the like premier thrash bands that like really introduced the genre. Like them and Metallica were like the big two in the beginning.
1: Oh I like the underdog. I like anthrax.
0: <laughs> that too. Well, people love anthrax, I mean.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, but okay. yeah, like uh for this song though, it happens a couple of times in this album, but I didn't I tried not to make too much of a point of it, but like the mix felt weird in the headphones yeah. a little bit. It felt a little bit flat and like it might be like that the bass was nothing but just a thick bassy tone there was like nothing else to it.
2: I hate that.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it was like it was a, just a bassy tone without texture, just a mm-hmm. boneless bass if you will.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just kind of
0: it just kind of got me the wrong way.
2: Yeah.
1: I this time didn't listen to it in headphones, so I think perhaps I was getting it flat altogether, did not even notice. But there there are a couple songs in here that I do go out of my way to, to mention the bass because I actually do hear the strings. I hear the notes, and I really like that. But when it is just a generic sort of bass buzz, that is kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a downer.
0: Yeah, you're, especially someone like you who loves it so much. You feel like you're oh missing out God. on so much more.
1: Right? Like, you hear no melody, no nothing. All you feel is just this weird vibration in your chest that you're like, okay, but you're not giving me any context to what you're doing to me here. And it's strange,
0: too, only because, like, there are songs on this album where, like, the the bass has a little bit more of a run to it, and you can actually mm-hmm. hear what's going on, and, like, it sounds more interesting with... Yeah. This one is just kind of like they threw it in at the last minute, and it was, like, under-mixed, and it's just like, whatever, just crank the bass portion.
1: And now this... The the ones that we listened to were the uh, remastered. Would that have made any difference in like the mix and everything? I like, would what have is to re- hear the original. Yeah, because I don't it, really know what remastering entails.
0: Just uh, it's usually a different producer's take on it, which doesn't differ too much. Usually Okay, uh, modernizes the sound a little bit or even uh, like maybe it's the same producer just with a different idea for it.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Realistically, like, most people could listen to a remastered album and and not know the difference. Like, it's really subtle. Yeah. But at the same time, like, some people, like, if you listen to the first song, the the original, then you listen to the remaster, like, you might hear some subtle differences. Okay.
1: Interesting. I wonder if you could hear the bass heavier in uh, in the original, but who knows?
0: Potentially. Yeah. Uh, Other than I just say that, you know, it's a heavy track that moves along fairly consistently, but like, yeah, nothing really much grabbed me about this one. So I don't know what else to say about it.
1: Um, I made note that I'm starting to learn what these guitar solo sound and feel like um, and they're easier to, to identify and not only just with this album or this band, but just as we've been going I'm finding it easier to kind of go, oh, this is an Alex Lifeson thing or, oh, this is John Pertucci of uh, Dream Theater. Like you hear the tone in the, their solo and the way they play. And I definitely am starting to point out uh, Jerry Cantrell solos. So I hear it going, yeah, that that couldn't be anybody else.
0: Well, so. to be fair, you also have a lot of exposure with the solo well, stuff. So, I mean, this, like you you kind of get the idea for what you're listening to.
1: This is true, and a lot of the solos on this album in particular are all sort of, car. I don't want to say carbon copy, but uh, they're fairly similar in their take and their delivery. So
0: It's kind of like how you can usually point out like a slash solo almost anywhere, because he's got a very distinctive bluesy but metal, like, blues and metal kind of go hand in hand, but he has a way of like, separating it but also melding it together in such a strange new way i don't know it's yeah. hard to, i'm not here to talk about splash though
1: <laughs> yeah i find in this this album just as a whole that I, I feel that the solos are sort of kept to the same duration or the same sort of uh amount of bars and everything so it kind of i don't know it all kind and in of the same
0: place too because like all the songs right? are like composed the same like yeah. verse chorus verse chorus bridge verse chorus boom
1: yeah, sometimes the solo will come before the bridge, but that's really the only shake-up.
0: Ooh, like how edgy. Oh, they, they, right? They, they move the solo over one space to the left.
1: Well, oh, they're like, mm, let's get a little stale, we'll go, and everyone goes, yes, yes, good job, good job.
0: All right, we'll move on now. Then, uh, so song number three. This is where we start getting to the longer tracks. Now, Ooh. "Rain When I Die," and I mean, like the entire opening of this one was a very interesting listen uh, at the very least. Uh, I do like that bendy bass riff that you kind of hear going through. I, I really did. enjoyed that. Again, this is one of those tracks where the you could actually tell what was going on. It wasn't just a boop 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 type yeah. bass. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's also like guitar feedback, like uh, like light riffing, kind of like you know, made for a very weird atmosphere and everything like that. My my uh visual for this one was it's like walking through a dingy and dark metal bar looking for your next fix. <laughs>
1: that that's funny because I just put uh I it feels like I'm walking through mud or quicksand listening to this. So some sort of trudging is <laughs> happening here. <laughs> yes, yes. Most definitely. I love I like you said, I love that sort of wobbly beginning, the bends and the whammy bar, and this the, everything. It's just it kind of I don't know. Kind of puts me on edge where I'm like, I don't really know what they want me to like feel, but all I feel is unsettled.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of jumping off that though, and like going from just the instrumentals to Lane Staley. This is another kind of blanket statement I could probably make, but like specifically in this song, even with the rasp that he has in his voice, because he very clearly does. Yeah. I mean, he makes like belting out these high notes seems so effortless. Yeah. Like you can, you can hear him like pushing for, but at the same time, like you can hear other singers like really strain themselves to hit certain notes. He somehow sounds like he doesn't like, and I, it, it it's fascinating to me just how good he is at doing it.
1: So listening to this album, um, my vocal register is more like Eddie Vedder and less like Mariah Carey. So I can sing fairly deeply, but I can't really do anything mid or higher. So singing to this, I'm like, okay, this is fine. And then when he goes higher, I kind of sort of cut off. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that.
0: Leave (laughs) it for the background singer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: like, I I can't get there. So it's, it's whenever that happens, it's kind of, I look, I look to them going, wow, you're, you're pretty good at this. Like, okay, okay
0: and like I think there was even a video of him on like a, a live video of Lane Staley online there were it was a live performance of like a uh, man in the box uh, and he that the the chorus when he does those high notes and belts them out he actually hits a higher note in the live version too like oh, he, he just he pushes his Nearly vocal goes. tone up, just one more one or two more notes there and just again kind of makes it seem effortless so it's just like yeah
2: yeah,
0: it's it's too bad you wasted it that's all yeah. like obviously referring to his uh his drugs that killed him
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say this as it sounds like a joke because it's definitely not, but, um, I'm just glad that he lasted a lot longer than, you know, most of those singers that sort of passed away from the same, same thing in the early to mid nineties. Cause he passed away in 2002. Like, but th-
0: was so he not young. also a member of the 27 club?
1: I don't think so. Really? No, I think he was in his thirties.
0: Well, if right. you want to look that up, or yeah. I can see you looking down, then, I'll, I'll, then I'll just kind of mention, like, uh, one thing I really like in this track is the drumming itself. Uh, I think it's really great. It's just too bad that, like, for the most part, it feels like it takes up, like, a backseat to the guitar, which I guess isn't surprising, because Jerry Cantrell's lead write, songwriter, right? He's mm-hmm. 34. 34? He
1: was 34.
0: Uh, then who am I thinking of 27? Uh, there's uh, several people. It, it was Kurt Cobain. I ah, yes. <laughs> Mr. Cobain, who yeah. I think... Him and Lane Staley died around the same date, not year, but like um, something. Like, or yes. that, or at least Lane Staley was his body was found around the same time. It of says, the April, f- says April,
1: says April fifth. So I don't know when Kurt Cobain died. I, I think that's,
0: between that and the eighth, I think something. It's got to be something yeah. like that. So, but okay. regardless, yes, uh, Lane Staley did pass away quite a long time, twenty years ago. So twenty yeah. year anniversary of that already long passed, obviously. Holy shit. Um. I was going to say that the song went on a little long, but I did like the ending with like the guitar bending and the humming. I thought that was really cool stuff. Yep. Except the fake out, uh, which uh, I don't you're know You're reading why. my
1: last two notes. That's exactly what I said. because, Like, why though? Because like,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's like that Helter Skelter thing all over again, where it's like some shit's going on. That gets quieter, quieter, comes back and just ends. It's just like, you yeah. didn't have to do it. And like, it didn't do anything by coming back. It's just like. Yeah. Let itself I, ring out or something like
1: just fuck that's off That's exactly what I said. I said it didn't add much, and it's far too early in this album to pull that kind of tomfoolery.
0: Although I don't think I would have taken it later on either.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, just fuck off with it altogether.
0: It was fine, like just
1: and that was like it. going yeah. down
0: and everything like that. it could have just faded out, yep. been good, and we could have moved on to the next oh. track, which we're doing right now. Oh.
1: Oh no, 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 no. You can keep seguing. I was just gonna make a joke. What if it came back and then another verse and a chorus came in?
0: Well, then I'd push it down in a hole. There you <laughs> go. Thanks for the setup there. Oh, no problem. Song number four, down in a hole.
1: We actually don't rehearse these. No, the <laughs> that was just brilliant the way it worked. <laughs> oh my god. Allison Chains really does these like slower sort of moody songs very well. I think I I think I like these ones a little bit more than their sort of heavier ones i feel like their heavier ones can get pulled they're they're pulled off by you know many other bands but just these sort of slower sort of you know feel for me i'm broken songs they oh they top tier well
0: and especially with like the usually heavily emotional content of the lyrics
2: yeah yeah
0: which i didn't read the lyrics in uh, in this album like i'm aware of like songs like rooster and stuff like that so i mean yeah. that's that's one thing but i can only imagine that some of the other songs aren't exactly all sunshine and rainbows that's what i can make the assumption of and feel safe about
1: oh yeah yeah <laughs> they're definitely not about how much they love their mothers for sure
0: I I wouldn't, especially fathers, that that kind kind of comes up, too.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, the nylon strings in the intro I really thought was a nice touch. Uh, It's it's usually a welcome tone when it's used properly, and, like, this is one of those times it is, so I'm very much here for it. But then it immediately transitions into this, like, holy shit chorus effect, like Metropolis on the guitar that just, I don't know, it feels like they just discovered the effect and were super excited to use it. It it was a little... Much. It was a little heavy on the mix in the headphones. I, I I wasn't digging that too much. Not not to talk shit on the song at all, but just that part portion of it was just like, my god, calm down, kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can I can see that. I uh, I didn't make note of that, but I did make note that I really like the symbols in this song. Uh, I feel like the song was like, and I've used this analogy many times before was like a good meal, but then just having those kind of like, like just little embellishments here and there, it's, it kind of like is like adding salt to that meal where it just, it, it was already good, but now it's even better. And sometimes when I'm listening to to stuff and I, I kind of visually see that, like the, I don't really know how to describe it other than I can literally see where the symbols would fit in to like the blank spaces and when i think oh this would sound good here and they actually do it not only do i think i'm a genius i'm like oh i could totally be a record producer easy peasy yeah, Um probably. wow that was rude um <laughs> i said yeah probably <laughs> yeah okay well anyone watching your face stink face um but no like i i just think i'm like wow this is this obviously was obvious if someone like me would think, oh, yeah, that would sound good there. So, Well,
0: to be fair, too, like a lot of the uh, cymbal placement on a drum, uh, cymbals are usually like in strategic places and like, yeah. you know, your crash is ahead of you. You got your ride low to the right of you and your hi-hat to the left of you, like that kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah. like that will usually be incorporated into the mix as well, so long as it mixed mono. Yeah, so yeah, if you like, if, if you hear like symbols kind of like going across everywhere, chances are it's yeah. because like that's where they were mic'd and mixed yeah. in, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know. I uh this is record I like it. <laughs> I I like it. Well, like I i just mean like where it would fit in the song in general, where it's oh, like okay. you you hear the uh the sort of acoustic or sort of the lighter guitar, and then you hear the sort of like little hits on the hi hat, and like you could have left that out. That would have been fine. But having that in there is just like, uh, it's
2: just, I don't
0: know. It, it adds it. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, just kind of on the note of things sounding nice too. Uh, like, yeah, the verses in general, I really like because like they yeah. have a much wider sound to them. So I guess that kind of fits in with your whole like symbol idea there.
2: Yeah.
0: Like a lot more of an emotional feel to the, the instrumentals in this one, which obviously, I mean, it's there because it's a much quieter and more emotional track. Yeah. Um, There's great harmonies in the bridge. I mean, there's great harmonies everywhere. I I I mentioned harmonies a few times in this, but again, that's more or less a blanket statement at this point. Yeah. Um, I do love how like just well and how well and written they perform. No, how well they're written and performed. There you go. I can actually speak properly. But uh, my only concern is, you know, when they harmonize the words. I want to be inside of you. I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm not that cheap.
1: Yeah, I i I stopped singing it with them during that part.
0: He's
2: like, I wanna be, in... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah yeah. You yeah, would, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: all right. Yeah, l- listen, gentlemen. Uh, you gotta wine and dine me before you <laughs> grind me, okay? So oh I my mean, God. like,
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's that's a shirt model for sure
0: wine and dye me then you grind me there you go <laughs> oh my
1: god.
0: that's gonna be on some sleazy shit at like a nightclub or something like that yeah that'll be a lyric that's better that better be a lyric somewhere
1: oh my god please you you do industrial stuff please that fits that fits i don't sing about sex though uh well you should um <laughs> this song i i don't know i like it um you might as well put a question mark next to it on the sheet um i don't I'm not really sure that it had to be over five minutes though. I mean, not that they don't have anything to say, but they probably could have cut maybe like one or two or three courses because there were a lot. <laughs> well, and
0: yeah, it's not that they don't have anything to say, but um, like they, they loop back on themselves a lot. I've used oh, yeah. that term before and I'm using it again because like they don't really do anything else to like warrant an extra verse, like you can reprise a verse and make it sound a little more wild or just change it up a little bit. Uh, But they don't even really do that. So it's like, yeah, why are we here again?
1: Yeah, like some of them, like maybe the second half of the chorus, it'll go like maybe I, I don't really know if it goes up an octave, but it's just it sounds a little different. Um, But most of them are just carbon copy repeats and there's not much.
0: Yeah, like, we, we went back the first time because you f- forgot your keys. Understandable. We went back the second time because you forgot your wallet. Be a little more attentive next time. We went back the third time because you forgot your sunglasses. Fuck off. You're staring at the sun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: kind I of like the way I'm thinking Yes. Of yes. All right. Yes. I think we can move on with that being the end.
0: Uh, just a sick man. Just a sick man, Lane Staley. I don't know. That was the bad transition. Anyways. Oh, anyway, I... song number five. Sick uh, man. I
1: look forward to the next transition. It's going to be terrible. I, I don't have one, but yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure you'll have something.
1: It's not at all. Um, <laughs> from the beginning of this song, I am getting Stone Temple Pilots, and I'm well aware that they I think their first album they either they either came out around the same time or Stone Temple Pilots was later. Um, maybe they tried to be a copy, but that's all I hear from the beginning of this song at least, um, and it feels sludgy. I don't know if I've ever used that word before. It doesn't feel too sludgy, but sludgy nonetheless.
0: It's possible you have, but I mean, 51 reviews later, who the hell knows anymore? Oh,
1: that's it. Go back. $10 (laughs) to anyone who does that. Yes, it's through
0: hours upon (laughs) hours. I don't even know how many hours at this point.
1: Go to bed. I can't. I need $10. Uh
0: You can make more than that at work tomorrow. I don't care. <laughs> this is free. Exactly. Uh, not really. You're still doing work for us.
1: Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be stupid.
0: Um, I do like the percussive work to start everything off in the beginning of this one, but unlike sounding like STP to me, I just said this has metal 80s metal runoff written all over it. Um, this just sounds like like the, the tail end of 80s metal, which is just. I don't know. Did, was it Alison Chains who kind of originally started as like a hair metal band or something like one of these bands that are completely different style now started off with something kind of crazy kind of like Pantera did how they were like glam metal and then they went to like heavy like thrash metal type shit or not thrash, so, but you know
1: from my very brief readings um so the name Alice in Chains came from uh Lane Staley's old band who was like glam metal-y stuff okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure um, what genre or what sort of type of music uh, Jerry Cantrell and the uh, the other guys were doing at the time?
0: So I I was partially correct with my uh, yeah. glam metal uh, accusation, but maybe that kind of plays something into this one. Then I I don't really know. But regardless, um, I. <sighs> There wasn't a whole lot about the song that I liked too much. It's not terrible, but um, I do like how slow and bluesy the chorus felt. It might just be some of the guitar work that made it felt that way, but there was something about it that I really enjoyed.
1: Mm-hmm. I I like the bridge with the vocal sample. Um, Kind of reminds me of Metallica's One, only because that's really the only song that I can name off the top of my head that has like sort of stuff like that that everyone would really know or have heard of. Um, it adds like this eeriness no matter what the vocal sample is it's just it always has this sort of like I don't know it, it to me it kind of feels like when you're listening to the radio and another station comes in it's like some sort of you know hijacking of the signal kind of thing so I always kind of get that feeling and uh I kind of got it like an unsure feeling listening to this. Like, I don't know if the bass is like tuned low or I think I've learned that minor chords make songs sound creepy. So maybe that's what it is, but it's just it makes me feel off.
0: Minor chords uh, are referred to as the devil's chords.
1: Ah, and yes. I mean,
0: that's like a very old terminology for it. But yes, uh, that's like why church music from way the hell back when was usually written in major chords because God liked those ones and he didn't like minor chords. What
1: a weirdo. Yeah, you're missing
0: out on the best music. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, stupid.
0: Stupid ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my favorite part about writing these reviews is when I write something so vague and I don't remember what the hell I was referring to.
1: My God, I've to, I have do that all the time.
0: And, and first off, I, I do want to mention, uh, don't worry, I have my own Metallica reference coming up in a little Excellent. later because there's something that reminds me of Metallica. But about the bridge, all I wrote was, the bridge was great, kind of wish we got more of that in the second half of the track. I don't <laughs> even remember what it sounds like. I didn't describe it in the slightest, so I don't remember what it was. But apparently I liked it enough to make that note while I was listening to it.
1: Either, either it's described too much in detail that you kind of just start talking yourself into a circle, or you write nothing and you're like, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> but at least people can
0: get what I'm saying. It's good. I yeah, don't know. Just,
1: just go listen to the song. We'll, you'll I especially
0: it out. like when insert some sort of audio here. <laughs> I'll, I'll just yeah. do like... I'll do a badly recorded track. The drum sounded good.
1: <laughs> I agree.
0: Yeah, just smile, just go <laughs> along with it. That harsh cut. Okay, next song. Um, the only other one I have, uh, note I have for the song is like you know it was. This was another one of those five and a half minute tracks and very unnecessary because of how much it loops back on itself. This was one that yeah. kind of abused that tactic, and I wasn't really very, very uh, fond of that. Uh, didn't destroy the the score of the song, but I. I had to note it just because of how it was.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it it might not hurt the score here, but it might hurt the repeatability within our individual listening habits.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll spoil it and say this song's not on the bottom of my list, but I also don't know how often i come back to it. Let's just yeah. say that much. Although, again, there are obviously parts I liked, like the bridge for insert audio here. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I agree. I agree.
0: Finally, we're seeing eye to eye on insert audio here. Okay. <laughs> I have no transition. I have no funny quip. So, no, nah, song number six, yes, Rooster. Rooster.
1: I had no do, I don't know. So, you not knowing that "Them Bones" was a shorter song. I didn't know that this song was over six minutes. I don't know if the radio has like an edit or if I just don't hate this song. I have a
0: feeling that part of the middle of it, because like this one is like verse court long course long bridge verse chorus and it's over so i'm thinking maybe they just cut out some of the bridge for the radio because yeah i don't really recall this being six minutes on the radio either right?
2: yeah or maybe
0: you just enjoy it so much that like you just tend not to pay attention You're just like hey yeah. cool song
1: exactly this this sounds more like what i would assume grunge would sound like just with like during the voice verse the uh, the i don't know Sometimes I can't discern whether it's guitar or bass like a tuned up bass or a tuned down guitar. I don't know, but whatever the fuck is going on in the verse like I like it. It's deep and it's everything sounds spooky. I like it. I'm into it. Well, considering the song is about what
0: was this song specifically about his dad's time in Vietnam?
1: I think so or his grandfathers, but I think I've heard that story decades ago.
0: But that, that's probably also what, what sets the feeling and the mood yeah. of the track. Because I mean, like, can't imagine that was exactly a wonderful time and place to be. So I mean, yeah, just it's one of these uh, Elliot Smith uh, "Hey Gotcha" type tracks where it's like, "Hey, this is a really happy, upbeat track." Oh wait, the lyrics are very t- terrifying.
1: Yeah, and you're <laughs> singing along to it, and then it clicks in. And you're like, "Hold on." <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, obviously, the, I, I believe this song is iconic. The, I, like, if 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 anyone had to ask me who Alice in Chains was, this would the, be the first song I tell them. It's like, yeah. oh, they're the ones who do Rooster. Like, more over than Man in a Box, more than Wood, Heaven Beside You, all those like singles that people are aware of. Yeah. I feel like Rooster is probably like the top, like the top dog of the track.
1: And no, it has a memorable song title as well, right? It's not like yeah, you can get enough. this mixed up with anybody else. Well, and the
0: refrain is very memorable. They've come to snuff the rooster. That's all they say. But, like, you understand it. It's very easily easy to sing. So, I mean, like,
2: yeah,
0: you got everything you need right there.
1: Those fucking vocals during that, though.
0: Yeah, when he belts out, we ain't going to die. But, like, in the higher yeah. notes, though. Uh,
1: like, cool. that's emotional.
2: Oh, my Lord. Well,
0: I mean, I guess, it, it, like, if you really want to get into what the lyrics are about, like, obviously not as I'm talking about him singing it. Like if he really wants to get into the, what the lyrics are about, then I mean, you've got to put yourself in that weird mindset of like, you know, watching your friends die, being stuck in this war zone, not even certain of your next breath will be like your last or not. Like that's kind of like the whole idea of the song and just kind of like yeah. the misery of the time. So you got to put yourself in that mindset. Ugh. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want to push this back on myself, but like in my own music, like I, I've written very personal lyrics and I've gone into certain vocal recordings, like kind of having a good day, but I had to put myself in a really shitty, angry mindset in order yeah. to belt out some things. And I was just like, this feels unhealthy, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, so I so, mean, it's,
1: so it's like acting. It's like you kind of put yourself Yeah, because there. you
0: don't want to fake the emotion. Like if I'm going to fake being angry in a track, you're going to be able to tell right away. And like that yeah. goes for anyone, including Lane Staley. So I mean, like. You can't fake it. You gotta put yourself in it. Yeah. Method acting or method singing, I guess. I don't know.
1: Dang. I uh I don't really have much else for, for this song that hasn't already been said. I uh I definitely got lost in the song while writing it. Um I, I wrote I could get lost in the song and definitely have, um, even it being, like we said, six minutes long. I'm trying to write about it, but then I kind of listen to it. And then I listened to it again, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, 20 minutes has passed, and I haven't written down a goddamn thing, and I've already listened to this three times. So
0: Yeah, it, I, I was kind of in the same boat because I was also trying to pick it apart at the same time. So, like, you know, I'm like, oh, that was that's really cool. Like, I like how the bass sounds in the verses and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I didn't really pay attention to anything else. So then I listen back to, like, hey, yeah. you know, I, I kind of like how this, like, you got this, like, phasey kind of guitar, and then like the occasional like little like licks thrown in every once in a while. That's cool. Oops, I forgot to listen to everything else. Got to go back and listen yeah. to it again. I had right. a lot of that, and I think the last time that happened was in the second verse when uh, like th- there's finally a snare drum, but it's like kind of like a military style drumming because uh-huh. it's just like that kind of drum roll, like da 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 It's like slower, obviously, just to yeah go with this very slow, methodical pace but i really like that uh, that they did that obviously too, given what the song is about so it's very fitting thematically and it just sounds yeah. good
1: yeah Ugh. if this song had a color it would be sepia
0: or the color of blood yeah blood gross. in blood in the dirt there you go i
1: i, I <laughs> feel like i've seen this video and i'm not i feel like my recollection is that it's either is sort of like a dusty brown filter or it's black and white i don't recall but when listening to this, all I can think is like a dust storm or like the album cover, but more uh brown and not as orange. Yeah. And that's definitely what I get from this.
0: I think I've seen the video once or twice in my entire life, but every time I think about it, I just think of the video for one by Metallica.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's not maybe the that's, Metallica
0: reference I was gonna yeah, make. Yeah. But I'm maybe just gonna bring that up I, anyway.
1: Maybe that's why I think it's black and white.
0: <laughs> because you're thinking of one where the guy's laying in the hospital bed and he's like talking to himself yeah, and then yeah. they're like in this big like hall thing or whatever, and just they're performing whatever first music video. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I have to say about this track, like is one thing I really enjoy is like the back and forth, like the quieter and louder portions, because it kind of gives you a lot to go through emotionally in this track. So the verses are obviously very quiet and they're not exactly building until the pre-chorus of when he says the refrain, they've come to snuff the rooster. Yeah,
2: Um.
0: Well, he says different things, too, but mainly around that regardless. Um. I just I like how quiet the verses are, and it kind of like kind of brings into this sense of ease, but like you're not supposed to be here type thing. Yeah. And then the chorus comes, just belts everything out, gets heavier, marches right along, like and then you feel like you're in the war zone. So I don't know. There's a lot to to enjoy about that. I really like it.
1: Yeah, I I agree. It is uh it is definitely somewhere on my list.
0: It is definitely the song on my list.
1: Exactly. exactly. This seems to
0: be the latest meme format. at The point of this <laughs> video, where it's like you'd leave out like certain words, and it's like he was he was the most actor in this movie. <laughs> like, what does that mean? what does that mean?
1: Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. We have what fourteen more songs to go.
0: Something along the lines of that, but here like, we are, lucky seven. Anyways, song number seven, Junkhead. Uh,
1: admittedly, this one sounds quite similar to a couple we've heard already, um, but having said that um something that i will never tire of is the mimicked or the real use of megaphones i'm yeah. pretty sure i heard some of that some vocal processing uh i'm down i am super down there's just something about it that is uh, it is more aggressive than it needs to be but aggressive enough that i want more of it
0: the, the megaphone parts oh yeah I, I didn't it. find that aggressive at all. Uh
1: maybe not here but just a uh over a blanket statement of my preference for them. I uh, find okay. them aggressive. Is it cuz you're thinking of Tomahawk? You can admit well, it. <laughs> well, there's that and a couple other songs that I've heard that I really like, but uh yes, I like it. Uh
0: I'll just kind of skip to that then because um I did I made a note about those kind of like megaphone things and like it's uh, you have, like, Lane singing, but then you have, like, this, like, spoken word, kind of, like, randomly interjected, like, megaphone just mirroring what he's saying. And, just, I don't know, I found it really distracting, to be honest, and just, oh, yeah? like, I don't know. It just, I felt like it was kind of unnecessary. It, like, they could, if they did it differently, mix it differently than maybe, but just the way it is now, I wasn't too fond of. Yeah. Um. I will say, kind of, like, on the note of composition, too, is... Uh, this song has like a, this is where my my lack of music theory comes through because there's certain terms I'm not aware of, but I think it's called three over five. Like the song's in four four time, but like you could play like three notes and then five, but it's still going to equal up to eight at the end. So you're still going to have your four four. So you're like one, two, three, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, one, two, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. uh they they do that in this song and i really like that i like when bands do it it seems like an easy enough thing to do and i i think i started to really like that because i noticed how often trent reznor does it and like yeah. obviously you know being a big fan of nine Nails for a long time and he was one of the first artists i paid attention to that was doing that And i was like oh that's kind of a cool thing and so just ever since then i've really appreciated it. so i liked it enough to make a note in this one although i will say like the writing though still felt kind of like there's still something kind of like cliché and campy feeling about it in a very metal kind of way if that makes sense oh yeah i don't know like it just something kind of weird to me
1: yeah i i literally don't have anything else for this um this one was not my favorite i think just solely based on it to me it just sort of sounded like things that i've already heard um my only note is just what's my drug of choice uh, heroin it's heroin it's definitely heroin
0: yeah why are you asking us
1: yeah yeah exactly unless that coin's well documented like, we, we know this yeah yeah that's of cocktail of
0: heroin in some sort of alcohol probably several different oh, types
1: oh god Ugh, we know how that bad.
0: works
2: yeah it um, doesn't
0: I will say that, like, I did really enjoy the chorus, though. I mean, the, the bass actually has a really good run through it, so I really mm-hmm. enjoyed listening to that. Uh, there's a really good use of the ride symbol in this one. It's kind of like, you know, a small but appreciated texture that kind of adds to the sound and the flow of the entire track. Yeah. But yeah, being five minutes long, other than that, I, I don't have much else to say either, because yeah, it's, there's nothing too grabbing about these tracks, but they're not awful. Uh, I will say, though, it was one verse too long, and I mean, yeah. I've already kind of said that anyways
1: yeah yeah it's starting to seem like a trend with that.
0: well hopefully it doesn't stay that way because we still have more album to get through
2: <laughs>
0: song number eight title track dirt
1: i like the opening guitar riff um it sounds like the tea party but not like not as in we are middle eastern but we're actually canadian uh i wrote that down thought it was funny when i said it out loud wasn't as funny um but uh, I don't know, it sounds kind of like, I don't know, it sounds different. It, it got my attention enough, um, but uh, it still kind of had the same vibe to me as the other. so far. I still like the guitar, but aside from that, it was just sort of like, when are, we, when are we getting back to the good stuff?
0: So you mentioned Tea Party, and I mean, I guess I can hear that now that I think about it, but yeah. this is where my Metallica reference comes in, huh. because... The second the song starts and kind of gets going, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, this really sounds like Wherever I May Roam by Metallica. Because, like, that song starts with a sitar. And, like, so this one kind of, like, although this song doesn't have a sitar in it, but the idea is, like, the riff is almost very similar. Yeah. And so, like, the fact that I immediately thought of Metallica right away, I am just like, oh, yeah, that's, like, obviously, they're going to be fans of Metallica. I wouldn't doubt it.
1: I'm going to have to listen to that.
0: Um, Really, the whole intro sounds like a weird mix of alive by pearl jam and wherever i may roam by metallica it's just i i maybe for pearl jam it was like the bass and the drum that kind of reminded me of the song alive but then the guitar was pure metallica so i don't know it was just a weird bastardization of like both of those things
2: yeah yeah i
1: don't know Um, it's uh it's it's i don't know if it's good or bad when a song is like oh this definitely sounds like another song i don't know if it's like a I don't know a compliment or an insult
0: i don't mind when bands play on influences although i've made notes on that in the past if you do it too heavy-handed it can be kind of a problem
2: yeah
0: i don't want to say this one was heavy-handed but i mean at the same time like obviously like you knew what they were doing uh Uh, i mean they knew what they were doing i should say um but to be honest though it didn't really deter me how i felt with the songs I like Alive by Pearl Jam. I believe that was my number one song when we covered that way back in yeah. episode one. Wow. I-, I believe it was. And so. Wherever I May Roam's is not a bad song either. So I mean like it's not terrible. It just wanted to make note of like how they're probably really playing into their influences. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the slow pacing of this track. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, it still feels heavy without being too heavy. That was a weird thing to write because I didn't know what else to say but it's just like <laughs> it's heavy but it's not like not really crunching heavy you know
1: yeah yeah it's not assaulting my ears
0: yeah so there was a lot to appreciate in that so i was like i was really kind of enjoying the pacing of it uh i thought there was great work on drums overall uh but i want to make a special shout out to the use of the tom drums in the course and the mixing of it in my headphones was very pleasing
2: oh hell yeah just
0: kind of kept popping up like bubbles in different places like i kind of like that
1: yeah, this the, the the more I was listening to the song, the more it was kind of growing on me, it is going to take a little bit more time but uh, this one and I think one other one uh, coming up it at the beginning I'm kind of like okay yeah whatever, and then the more I was listening to it the more I'm like okay I, I can see myself choosing this song purposely so it's a, it's rising in the ranks quickly.
0: That's that's one thing I often notice about you in these reviews too, where it's like you've, you'll you'll mention that you you'll listen to a song, you don't think much of it, and then you listen to it a couple more times. You're like, hey, you know what? It's not that bad. Yeah. So like, how often have you gone back and be like, you know what? This was the last song on the list, and now it's like halfway up.
1: <laughs> oh, very often, very often, or maybe the out of say twelve songs, a song will be say four or five because like it's not going to rise from 11 too much but from like four or five and then I think about it going I really wish we could do that again because I would probably put that at number one. So
0: uh, there's that talk of reprise, well, <laughs> redux. That's what I want, yeah. redux.
1: Uh, yeah, so many.
0: Eventually we got to redux the entire, once we hit episode 100, that's just going to be like, we're going to redux the entire thing. And the entire yeah. like uh, ranking chart, rating chart will look completely different.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be like those, um like those TV shows or those movies where not enough time has passed and then they're already making a new one. Spider Man. Yeah, like, how many? How have many have have are there?
0: Batman over the last like oh, two decades.
1: God. See, Batman. I feel like it's obvious. It's like you have to have a new Batman. It's kind of like James Bond. Like you just throw a new guy in there, new story, whatever. I didn't new even story. know it's the same damn yeah. thing all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, more yeah, but,
1: yeah, but you know, Penguin rise from the de- dead. I don't know what happens. I don't watch superhero movies. Um, but uh, but Spider Man. I had no idea that they had new Spider Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man's, um, until Spider someone's Trellas. like, let's go watch Spider-Man. I'm like, no, I, I've already seen those three. And they're like, no, there's more. I'm like, why is there more?
0: And now there's that Spider-Verse movie with like all the Spider-Man in it.
1: And there's, oh there's so much going on. I don't get it. I don't,
0: I don't mind either. those movies, but I haven't really seen many of them. So I don't know. Yeah,
1: I've never seen any.
0: <laughs> anyway, speaking of Marvel Comics, let's move on to song number nine God Smack. And I mean, this song immediately sounds like it was written by like a very edgy bar band. So
1: God smack!
0: I, I have a note about that coming up.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I... you know,
0: it's that kind of band who like this, this sounds like the kind of band who are just like. You know, we're, we're like one song away from like, you know, really striking gold. But then fucking like Bill gets an office job and like Larry gets married, like fucking damn conformist, like ruin your shot at fame. That's the kind yeah. of band I imagine writing this song. Yeah.
1: Really? Wow. OK, that is vivid <laughs> as fuck.
0: <laughs> fucking conformist.
1: All right. Um, I mean, I didn't really get much imagery like that from this. Um. Again, as this song went on, it was growing on me. Um I despite listening to this multiple times and saying, Oh, it's growing on me and I like it, I thought I don't like the verse vocals. I don't know if it is too much of a do-
2: yeah, it's
1: so weird. It's like I I feel like I can deal with it because I actually do like the chorus. Um, but the more I listen to it, the more it's just kind of like, what, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, it just it sounded too, it sounded too different. But then I've also complained that some songs sound too much alike. So it kind of lies in that like gray area of was that a good idea? Or am I just not hearing it right?
0: You could have gone about it differently. That's, I think, the yeah. note that you could leave it off on. Just, yeah, be, just be like, you could have, like, you know, composed it this way or done this with it. But then, no, you did this with it. And it was just That's really so strange.
1: Weird. It was weird. when I heard it at the beginning, I was like, did this? I, like, I had to pause I- it for a minute. Like, did this clip to a different playlist? Like, am I still listening? Like, oh my god, I've never heard this song before, obviously.
0: Who who sings the verse? Do you know who it is? I couldn't find it on the, the notes anywhere. Is it I, Jerry or is it Lane?
1: I'm not sure I'd have to listen to it again.
0: I'm gonna, it's it's I'm so wild go ahead. it's hard to go. It's hard to say.
2: I, yeah, I'm not sure. It know. didn't sound as
0: raspy, so I thought it might have been Jerry Cantrell, but I could be yeah. wrong about that.
1: And you're asking chorus? I don't know, I'll have to listen to it again and... uh well, we'll oh, not,
0: yeah that. not necessarily the course just the, that weird yeah. verse that's oh uh
1: i want to say i want to say lane but i also don't know i'm not sure yeah, maybe they cool. just gave maybe they just gave it off to mike Starr, so the bassist did it
0: or they brought in like one of the engineers yeah <laughs> Ugh. hey bring in the, the guy who's mixing get off the board and get in front of this mic let's do this
1: i have to get my get my hands on uh on the CD for this, because I there's most times that just in those liner notes is way more information than you can get on the internet.
0: Yeah, and like usually people put liner notes on like Wikipedia, but like not all of them all the time. So sometimes yeah, you miss yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, I really only have two more notes for the song. It, it's nice to get back into the shorter tracks. I'll say that because this one's under four minutes. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh. It feels like it took forever to get here. Uh, this song is an album outlier, but just a, It's just a really low effort composition. Yeah. Wasn't digging it. Just not my thing. And I mean, is this where the band Godsmack got their name from? For oh real, my, though.
1: Oh my god, that is it, verbatim. That is my note. Is this where Godsmack got their name from?
0: Although just to seem different, Godsmack made it one word, whereas this this is Godsmack, like two words. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I can just imagine, like, fucking a drunk Sully Erna in, like, the mid-90s, or the hell they came out, and he's just like, Hey guys, I just listening to the band, and and that's the name of the band, we could just sing, I'm alive! Let's do it, guys. <laughs> just, like, whatever he said, okay, sign him. He, that sounds brilliant. like Okay. okay.
1: So, I, I don't know much about Godsmack at all, and I also don't know how tall this guy is, but I always just imagine him being like 5'4". I was going to say 5'5". So, that that height with that voice, I just imagine him coming out of shoulders his shoulders are you know, like a little buffed his, up. His little, like, door in the tree and saying all that, and then going back into his hobbit house. Yeah, he just, he remembers,
0: like, just for a little while, and they, yeah, he says, like, Godsmack clearly, and then he he, he briefly sings the chorus from for alive and then just like what did he st- did he say anything illegal in that like what did he say
2: <laughs>
0: oh and then, my God. and then he skitters by you because he's so short it's just like where'd he go <laughs> Okay, I don't actually know his height, so right now this is all just slander. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I, I have no idea, but I have been watching that new Lord of the Rings show, so a lot of that is just really permeating the imagery here.
0: No matter how tall he is, I feel like Sully is the kind of guy who could probably kick my ass anyway, so I mean, like, oh I, I wouldn't doubt that he would just beat my shit down for saying all this.
1: I feel like to cover our ass, I need to look this up. Um, okay, <laughs> If you let's can actually see.
0: find Salyer in his height.
1: Yeah, let's see. Oh, a lot of people will... If I type into Google, it says height and weight. Oh, he's my height. Oh, that's not fun. He's five. Oh, no. It says five, five, five. He's five, five. Uh, One says five, five. Uh, That also says five, five. But Google straight up says one point six, eight meters, which is like five, seven. And that's how tall I am. So he's eye to eye with Tom fucking Cruz. (laughs) Yeah, it says five. So I would say between five, five and five, seven. So oh it's
0: bad I didn't hold for two more seconds because I was gonna say if if I'm correct and it's five five I'm gonna I'm gonna take a heavy shot of whiskey out of the bottle in the other room there but I didn't get to say it in time so it doesn't count anymore
1: ah <laughs> uh, well just get the editor to fix that all up it's fine
0: yeah idiot do it <laughs> all right okay well that's all I gotta say about so we're Mac so
2: yeah, that's, that's, that's not even
0: a good representation yeah. of his voice. But then again, I just love doing voices.
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say that's number three on the ones that I just cannot wait to listen to. We Sally
0: Erna, week. come join oh, us. Man. Come join me, Dave Mustaine. Uh, oh my
1: god,
0: <laughs> who the hell is this guy?
1: <laughs> every time, I'm sorry, but every time you do, do Dave Mustaine and you do that snort, all I imagine is a dog that eats its food too fast.
0: That's Dave Mustaine. <laughs> That's simply all that is. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm just building up this lore now of these singers who like hang out with each other. So now Sully like Erna, Bob Dylan, and Dave Mustaine.
1: I thought they're all alive.
0: Yeah, I guess they so. Could.
1: Huh? They could. They yeah, could. They're super...
0: alive. <laughs> Can we move on, please? Uh, oh. I wish we didn't have to, because this next one doesn't even feel worth it. Song number ten, no. untitled, featuring Tom O'Reilly of Slayer. Whoa, what a feature! Yeah. It must be a blockbuster of a song. It must be a thrash metal garden here. I Jesus, w-
2: I wish I was dead.
0: <laughs> Forty-three seconds long, um, and I did say what, I actually said what a suiting track for Tom Araya to be a part of, just because like it has kind of a, a rain and blood type feel to it to get it going at the very yeah. least, like. But this is just ultimately like an interlude between songs. I mean, this probably would have worked fine as an intro for the next track, but I mean, yeah. What is this? This isn't a concept album. So, yeah. what and why is it? Is it a sound test? Like, ugh.
1: I hear I am Iron Man. Um, and all I put was quite heavy. That's it. Literally nothing else.
0: So heavy, bro. Yeah. Tom Horae was taking a break from Slayer. He's like, oh, you want me to do vocals in your album? That's great. You guys are like an up and coming band. And oh, you just you you want me to say I am Iron Man. OK, gotcha. He
1: sounds like a perky teenager. <laughs> oh, you want to hang out with me? OK, cool. I
0: didn't I didn't know that he's like heavily Catholic and like all of his lyrics kind of revolve around that in a way. Really? God, he, he sings a lot of anti-abortion songs.
2: Oh, oh, Fucking wow.
0: Slayer. Who would have thought, right? You think like devil worshipping whatever the hell. But no, he's like super duper Catholic. Really? very devout and when he sings god hates us all it's because that's how good that catholics feel yeah he hates everything and everyone but i love him that's the important part
1: i have to look that up i'm not i'm not here to shit on religion though yeah i'm never gonna look that up
0: no i'm gonna look that up for gets like three seconds later
1: yep yep (laughs) and then i gotta watch like an entire show to figure out what i was told or what i said i was going to do no, and then I, when you, I spew this bullshit one time. I don't need to bring it back in. No.
0: And then even when you do, when you look it up, and you're like, "Oh, that's what I was gonna say." So you go on Google, and you're like, "Fuck, what was it?" <laughs> I
1: that, will. I will take ADH meds one day. I swear to God.
0: It yeah, blame the neurodivergence. Why not? I do.
1: <laughs> it's not my fault. It's the way I was born.
0: I was born. I was born with half a lobe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Turned my head,
1: I turned my head, my whole side of my head's caved in.
0: Yeah, it looks like you got, like, Randy Savage elbow dropped on your soft spot as a baby.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it
0: looks like I left an awful dent there. Oh, no.
1: Okay, you know what? <laughs> Don't That's see the, the macho man. I can is- say
0: that. I have been wearing his yeah. fucking shirt. I'm allowed to.
1: That is the only impression that I will take. I like
0: that one. Oh, she likes the Macho Man impression. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
1: It's getting <laughs> it's getting into like Dave Mustaine being Macho Man territory.
0: Oh, I'm Macho Man Randy Savage. No, not even close, Dave. <laughs> what do you mean not close? Oh I think that's closer than Macho Man. You know what? Metallica only kicked me out because I'm the alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> I had to who bring the that fuck up. Says
1: that who uh, says that? Dave Stain does.
0: This is the most Dave Stain thing you could ever oh say. Oh
2: my god!
0: I'm so uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I love I love picking on Dave Stain. So I guess you could say I don't hate to feel bad for him. Yeah. Song number eleven. Hate to feel.
1: All right. I've gone first. The last ten.
0: Please, please. That's bullshit. I know. I've gone th- at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can. Appreciate the approach to the how the composition sounds in the verse. Mm-hmm. It's different from what we've heard so far, but quite honestly, it's just not doing it for me. I, I hate no. the verses so much. Um, I do like how it builds up leading to the chorus, but I fucking hate the yeah. just keep fucking going. Like, I like oh.
2: that. I didn't mind and I
0: especially hate that hated the vocals match it. Like, he, I was hoped, like, Lane could sustain some notes or something on top of it to kind of, like, add his own layer. But it's just... Stop. It's like yeah. cookie cutter. Yeah. I'm very animated. See, I... for the, for the audio listeners I'm being very animated today.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's ripping out <laughs> clumps of his own hair.
0: But not selling them like
1: Savannah is. Yeah. No. No, no. <laughs> I, not have, happening. I have a problem. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> getting another haircut tomorrow, so... We have a, it took we have you a so long to chance. get the first
0: one, and now very easily getting the second one.
1: I fucking hated the first one, so we're getting it done again. It didn't look that
0: bad. Stop yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it's I'll just shave it off. Anyways, um, yeah, the verses they seem heavy, like, like not heavy sound wise, but heavy as in weight wise. I guess it kind of feels like they were dragging, but then it kind of picks up and starts rolling. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what about the verses you didn't like, but I just felt that it was sort of like, like you're pulling a weight and you're trying to run. It was just dragging. It was
0: just the way it was all composed. Just like that. Like I, And because like it didn't change at all the vocals were right on top of the guitar with it not Mm -hmm. like they could have again you could do your own thing like maybe do slower more like sustained vocals I think that would be super cool because that way you're adding like this smooth layer on top of these like choppy cookie cutter guitars
1: so you didn't like the last part of the verse or like the the tail end of the verse I didn't like the beginning actually like the part you don't
0: no, I, I like the second part of the verse when it starts picking up towards the chorus. That's the part okay. I like because at least it gets like a little better at that point. Yeah. It's the first part I don't like.
1: Interesting.
0: Because it's just like pure cookie cutter. Like, what the hell is this?
1: I'm going to go ahead and say just from this little interaction here that we're probably not going to match this song. This I don't week. know. It's
0: probably pretty close.
1: Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's something about this song that I, I can't really put my finger on it. I feel like I've heard it before. It may sound similar to something I already like um i did feel like the song was on the longer side
0: well, i mean five minutes and 15 felt, seconds so. yeah it
1: felt longer at least
0: um one thing i at least enjoyed about the song um was that there was like a lot of vocal layering in the chorus, which again happens a lot in this album but it sounds mm-hmm. good here when i wasn't liking the verse so i had to make a note about it for the chorus. um that and just some of the guitar work was interesting so at least it caught me for that at the very very least. Um, the bridge that had like this solo and like a very bluesy style bass to it was a really cool portion, but like unfortunately that's kind of where it ends for me because it's just yeah. like beyond that, we go back to the dan dan. no yeah. for good.
1: Yeah. Uh aside from me actually liking that part, yeah. I didn't really uh note too much uh about this one. I have a lot more about the next one.
0: <laughs> i was gonna say there's only two more tracks anyway
1: I, I scroll through i'm like yeah it's just the next one yeah God, it's so hot in this
0: basement i'm getting like getting all flushed and like, i can see my hair in the webcam getting all messy and stuff because i'm like all sweaty I, I don't know why it's so hot down here I have windows open and nothing's working
1: yeah, yeah it's your uh you're you're on fire with all of your uh your anger and energy and impersonations
0: Sitting in my angry chair. My,
1: oh, my fucking
0: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Thank you for that
1: setup. Song number 12, Angry Chair. The which, way that you go about it, you're all like chipper now as if everything you said was a lie just to get to that segue. No, it just worked because when you said anger, I was like,
0: oh, angry chair. <laughs> oh, mother. And what am I sitting in? A chair. <laughs> ah. My God. Uh, So there is cool guitar work going on for the first little while in the track. I dug it. Uh, I do like the like the low clean strings are like kind of consistently in the background of this track. So, hey, already feeling better about this one than I did the previous.
1: I okay. now I'm going to make note about the drums. Um, I heard it in the last song, definitely in this one. And I hope that I can kind of get my point across appropriately. It sounds like, uh, hold on, I really have to read my notes because I said a lot of words that make no sense.
0: And they're not even Um, written in the correct order.
1: Okay, so, (laughs) oh God, I'm having a seizure now. Um, The drums, they feel so nonchalant. And I don't know how to describe that other than it doesn't feel mechanical. It just feels kind of like he's just sitting there playing with like a limp wrist and he's just doing his thing. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to make some dinner later and blah. But everything sounds on point and like perfect. And just it doesn't sound like forced. It doesn't sound forceful. It sounds it kind of sounds like jazz drumming like it doesn't it doesn't in sound but it does in sort of feel i i really hope that that gets to somebody and they you guys understand what i'm trying to well, say I mean, but
0: it's, a lot of rock and metal drumming are based around blues and jazz itself yeah. so i mean like you're not too far off the ball here
1: yeah he just did it, it's I, the way that it sounds and specifically in the song I, is pleasing it is incredibly pleasing to me I like it I don't know if he gets enough credit but Sean Kinney good job
0: yeah And well and as I mentioned earlier in the review too like it, it just it's too bad that a lot of the drumming takes a back seat to like the guitar yeah. especially yeah. like again maybe it's because it's the remastered version I don't know but like listening to my headphones like the guitar was obviously very heavy in the mix and sometimes like some of the better drum work was like a little buried yeah so just i don't know I, maybe it's a jerry Gentrel thing i don't know
1: yeah yeah
0: i don't want to say he's egotistical <laughs> i can't say that anyways because i literally know very little about the man except that he's a guitar player
1: yep um i know he's funny that's really it because i've seen him in i like know a- that he's
0: tall and yeah. blonde
1: yes <laughs> very very blonde um uh yeah I I don't really know what to say about the song it just it like it's one of those ones that like gives me goosebumps in the back of my skull when I listen to it so it's like I I I know there's a word for it that I never remember yeah tumors (laughs) that's that was a movie with Kevin Bacon no that Um, was Tremors oh right again right I high of those two um cool But uh, but yeah, like I really like the the guitar bends, which I'm pretty sure sort of are similar to the last song where it's sort of the end of the verse is sort of a bend and then the vocals bend with it. Mm -hmm. I like that. I don't mind it. I don't hear it in any other songs, but, you know, Lane Staley era, Alice in Chains songs so i can deal with that but uh aside from that this song just it makes my brain feel things
0: as brains should feel yes yes at least lively ones yes um i don't know i had a problem the chorus kicked in because it felt like a whole other song and it was not the greatest transition from verse to chorus at all yeah like it bothered me every time it happened it would like it changes keys and like i don't mind if something changes key but like this one didn't work. I don't know. It it didn't feel good to me at all to hear it. And so it was very distracting. Uh-huh. And I feel like they could have like the song is what, four minutes and 48 seconds. They could have done a lot more with this track, but they just kept bringing it back to that chorus over and over again. And that just kind of blew it for me. Just I don't know. This is another one of those ones where it's like it's not a terrible track if I ignore the chorus. But I mean, it's the chorus. It's like one of the more important songs, parts of the song.
1: Yeah, it's the one that's going to stick with you when you walk away from it. Right.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine the ultimate shit show song would be the the verse of hate to feel in the course of this song. Oh my god. All like just squished together into one. It's like this fucking blows.
1: And then it, it's just smash cut to you throwing a CD out your window.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd probably just I'd feel myself putting it in the microwave and watching all oh the blue god. sparks fly. Ugh. <laughs> Fun fact, I did that when I was a kid. I put a CD in the microwave.
1: I uh I accidentally put a glass cup with a gold rim in the microwave not knowing that it was actual gold I guess. So when I and I'm standing at my eye level microwave and there's just this huge flash. Oh my god, I thought I was dead. Like I thought that that was what the afterlife was going to look like. Holy shit.
0: Oh, uh, I mean scary. When I put uh I, I could have been a Prozac CD when I, this was like when I was like what? 9 or 10 years How old.
1: How dare you disrespect them?
0: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure my sister wasn't happy because it was her CD. Oh,
2: God. Yeah, this was like
0: when I was 9 or 10. I put it in, and I don't think I've ever seen those shades of blue in my life. Because right? I was like, I put it in, press start. For the first second, fine. Second second, it starts to get a little light. Third second, just fucking intense seizure-inducing light showing oh, the microwave. So I just, I punched the stop button. Yeah. <laughs> open it up and just like... It's sizzling after, like, three seconds, and, like, there's cracks all over it. Like, it's not, like, shattered, but, like, there's, like, lines all over it.
1: Oh, my God. Scary
0: stuff. Yeah,
1: you're like, well, my house is burnt down, and I'm dead. That's so scary.
0: All because I wanted to know what a CD looked like in the microwave.
1: Jeez.
0: Go ahead, kids. Try it. It's actually kind of a cool science experiment. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) Oh, hell no
0: but if you could would you ha 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 song 13 the final song on the album would which i will initially say right off the top this is an unusual choice for the final song on the album
1: that was my first note never in a million years would i have thought this song would be the last song on an album
0: this to me feels like it was ways like suited way more as the first song on side b
1: yeah
0: i think this would be excellent to open up side b but like yeah, okay. Close yeah. out the album like i get this isn't a concept album they're not really being consistent with like any sort of story but yeah. i mean really this and angry chair should have swapped places i think yeah. angry chair would have been a better ender overall
1: yeah i i My. do like how this song like how this whole song ends because it's not a fade out it's not anything it just ends on vocals and then sort of a <clears throat> of the drums and that's it Yeah, I I really like how the album ends. It's not like a, none of that bullshit fake out stuff either. So that was cool. Um, But this song, it just doesn't feel like it drags at all. I don't know if that really lends itself to only being three minutes, 30 seconds, maybe a little less. Um, But yeah, it just, it tells you what it wants to, and then it fucks off. I like that.
0: Yeah. And kind of going back to how the song ends too, just like, this song ends kind of the way the album began because there are just like those loud hits to kind of end the album. And then you said like that little drum roll off. Yeah. But yeah so, but it was very similar because so it starts very impactful and ends very impactful. So at the very least it has that, but I don't know. This still didn't feel like an ender track to me. Just yeah, didn't have those vibes. Like if I wasn't paying attention, I just let this album go and it like loop back to the first song. I might not even notice that the album had ended.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, I'm three songs into the album again. I didn't even notice.
0: Wait a minute, why am I listening to Untitled again? What the
1: Yeah. F- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely can see that. I can relate to
0: that. Um, I think the bass and the toms are a great combo in this song. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Gotta love it. Uh I think the second verse has like an over-reliance on the hi-hat, especially again, especially in the headphones that felt a little weird to me. Uh, so that was just kind of a weird thing to have to sit through. Again, maybe it is a remastered thing. I don't know. I'd have to I would have to find the original and listen to it because. I feel like maybe some mixing choices are a little different in this one, but again, I can't confirm or deny that. Stay maybe... tuned
1: for episode 51, part two. No. Do it, we do it, <laughs> but the unma- uh, unremastered. But we original. have to
0: do band next week, so we can't do this album again.
1: Oh, right. I have my spoiler for
0: band at the end
1: of this show.
0: But not oh. the band with uh, LeVon, Helm, and Robbie Robertson. No, no, no. It's just band.
1: <laughs> Insert band here.
0: Anyways, whoever you want, but there's only one right answer.
1: <laughs>
0: um, Overall, though, I mean, it is it's still like a good bouncy track. I mean, you can see why this one's a single. It works really well that way. There's a lot to enjoy about it. Uh, another great mix of like quieter and louder portions going throughout everything. Flow and intensity stay relatively consistent. So I like that much about it. Good song. Just weird placement on the album.
1: Uh, I agree with that. Um, I found the chorus very memorable and catchy i really like that i've always liked that um and yeah i really like how the bass and drums really just roll the song forward the entire time it's like to me it sounds literally rolling forward and i I like that a lot so and the guitar plays a very
0: the guitar plays a very minimal part in the verses, too. So, like, yeah. it, the bass and drums kind of get their own chance to do things for a while.
1: Yeah, the very last one. They're like, okay, if you don't get it in now, you don't get it on. They're like, okay, we have to do everything.
0: Yeah, Jerry's just like, like, I, there. Just like oh, I have, like my uh, arthritis is really acting up in my fingers. <laughs> <so I gotta laughs> take it easy on this one. Yeah. Oh fuck. Again, I don't know if that counts as slander, because I doubt he has arthritis in his fingers.
1: <laughs> I doubt he's ever going to listen to this show. You never know.
0: Anyone can listen to anything. This is on the internet.
1: Get gets served with papers. Fuck.
2: Oh, yes.
0: And then that's, we've been over the joke before where it's like, that's how we actually get their autograph is just <laughs> by them signing a contract. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, then that brings us to the end of Alice in Chains and their <clears> album. <throat> dirt. So, Hey, thank you very much for making it this far with us through the episode. We sure do hope that you liked what you heard so far. We sure hope that you liked the album. Assume that you have listened to it. So if you did make sure you let us know down in the comments below of wherever you may be listening. And also make sure you hit like, subscribe, rate, comment, show, follow, share, all of those things. I could say properly. Regardless, do that. Be part of the musical community and talk about Dirt by Allison Chains, and also all the other albums that we've done. But specifically, this one today. Woo! Yeah, fantastic! And let us know over on social medias as well. Again, go to ratetherecord.ca. Let us know what you thought over on social media because we'll always listen to that too. Asterisk, yes. mainly me.
1: <laughs> yes, and hey, I I do it. I just do it all at once. Uh, not very often, maybe. There you go. It's all part of my charm. The Uh mystique
0: of Savannah. Uh We'll never know.
2: Yeah, not at all.
0: Alrighty then, well, you can let us know more about what you thought about this album because we're going on to part two of the podcast now and we're going to rank the songs because that's what we have to do from worst to best or least favorite to favorite, whatever you want to look at it, regardless, that's what we're going to do right now, so above our heads, boom, graphics have changed, there are names, there are numbers, but there's about to be more names because we got, what, 26 songs I got to put up there, 13 oh to piece God. on each side, I mean, nothing, again, nothing will ever compare to having to do Blood Sugar Sex Magic, that was like, Thirty something because there's seventeen a piece, so it was like thirty-four songs. Please. Kill me. Yeah. I mean, kill me back then. I'm fine now. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, before we get started, I, I feel I feel like it's obvious that we have at least one match.
1: Yeah, I'm at least one. I don't think so. I I'm gonna say two, but whatever one you think, I don't think so.
0: You and you probably know which one I'm talking about too. I
1: don't. That's why I don't think so.
0: Which is going to be fascinating, but hey, well, let's find out right now. Song number thirteen, untitled.
1: No, wow, Junk, junkhead. It was
0: that bad. It was worse than a transition song. Uh,
1: yeah, by, uh, yeah, by like a point of a point.
0: That's yeah. ridiculous.
1: that's is what it
0: song is. number twelve, gerd smirk. Uh,
1: untitled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck off. We're getting zero. That's it. I
1: didn't do that on purpose.
0: I bet you did. Uh, song number 11, Hate to Feel.
1: Sick man. Sick man. Sick man.
0: And his arch nemesis, Healthy Lad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Song number 10, Damn That River.
1: God smack. I don't... Mean- <laughs> No, what song that is. I don't even know if it's i It's your first a- song
0: called Alive.
1: Oh, fuck. I don't I'm know. I'm
0: alive for you. I'm awake.
1: All I hear is Pearl Jams Alive or yeah, no. uh there's there's another alive song that I was thinking of. Don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's Creed or something. Who knows?
0: It could be. God, I can't wait to cover them one day. Song number nine, Sickman.
1: Uh Dirt.
0: Dirt. We're definitely getting zero. Number eight, Angry Chair.
1: Rain when I die.
0: Rain. I mean, it's been raining lately, so you better die soon. <laughs> <laughs> Decrease the surplus population, says the Christmas movie quote. It's a Christmas Carol. I I
1: don't. I hate that movie.
0: See, I watched the Muppets yeah. Christmas Carol, so oh. that's. Oh my wait, thing.
1: no, 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 no! Christmas Story, Christmas Story. I hate that movie.
0: Go fuck Christmas, yourself. Song Christmas. number seven. Them bones.
1: Down in a hole. Christmas Carol's not bad. Christmas story, I don't like
0: You'll, it. you'll be down in a fucking hole with that kind of opinion. <laughs> Song number six, Junkhead.
1: Them Bones.
0: Them. Yeah, I think we're fucked. Oh, I knew that a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe.
1: We might match our number ones.
0: There's two There's two songs we can still get.
1: Yeah.
0: Song number five, Rain When I Die.
1: number five, Angry Chair. Silver
0: still Chair. Hold that on. Hold
1: on. Let's do Silver Chair.
0: I don't know. Why don't you write them on the list or something? We'll do them in 2024. (laughs) Should. God, looking at how how far our list goes, just, I'm going to forget that I even wrote some of these bands on the list. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when it comes up, I'm like, who the hell? Oh, that was me. That was definitely me.
0: Please don't let that deter you from requesting albums. We will put them ahead of our own. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Song number four, Down in a Hole. Damn that river. Down in a hole. Black as your soul, hot oh, as my nine inch nails tie in, anyways. Great joke. <laughs> uh, we're really getting down to the wire here, so oh, it's really hard to say what's going to happen. Song number three, Wood.
1: No, we're fucked. Rooster.
0: Absolutely fucked. Song number two, Rooster. Hate to
1: feel. <laughs> I like that part. Ew. <laughs> number one, the title track itself, Dirt. Wood. Question mark?
0: Wild. I can't believe how bad this is getting. Oh, no. all these zeros. Like, it gets to the point where the joke starts to get really sad.
1: Yeah. Is that is that right now?
0: Uh, something along the lines of that. Because, I mean, I, I mentioned last week that we used to be so good at this. We get, like, two or three at a time. We were like, oh, w- w- getting four. Ooh, we could break the record. So crazy. It's like... We celebrate one now. Yeah, and yep. now it's been since episode forty-nine since we've matched, which isn't too far from here. But I mean, yeah. before that, I mean there was like none since yeah. se- season two.
1: We are pathetic, is what it is.
0: If, if I have time to edit <laughs> some sort of animation <laughs> of your head, I will. But that's just no guarantee. Yeah, because oh, that's fine. the video is usually done at the last minute, so I don't really have a lot of time.
1: That that is totally fine. That's fine. But literally, that's yeah, it, it hurts.
0: Well, I mean, at the very least, we, we seem to do it somewhat better with the album ratings, so I guess we should find out if this is going to be one of those weeks. Uh, we'll see. So, hey, why don't we just transition swoosh this way, it goes. Even though I always do the wipe, but it's never a wipe. It's a fade. It's just pure fade.
2: <laughs>
0: what an actual dummy. Alrighty then it's time to rate the record ha ha yay it's that thing that we do and yay. we have to try to make ourselves feel better uh about not another week of no matches uh. it's like that no bitches me but it's like no matches mm. there you go kids do you, gen z do you like that joke anyway it's time to write the record and this week of course alice in chains anniversary for dirt so you think we're going to be uh nice to it instead of treating it like dirt I guess we're gonna find out now. I'll go first since you uh, did System of a Down last week first. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I think off camera I made the joke that like this is probably gonna end up in like the middle of the B tier. Yeah. I got a bad feeling, but and uh, and I, I could say that just because that's exactly where I put it. I yeah. I gave it a seventy five point three eight, oh. and uh, you know what's funny though is the fact that like coming to this album, I I kind of didn't have many expectations. I didn't know what to anticipate because I have I don't really listen to a lot of Alson Chains. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised by my score because honestly, I thought it was going to be a little lower.
1: Yeah, I thought okay. it was gonna
0: be like low 70s, high 60s, but 75. I mean, not the greatest album I've heard, but obviously not the worst. There's a few songs on there that stuck with me, so I guess that's all that makes sense.
1: So, what percentage is B? plus? Where does that start? 76.6. 76.6. Okay, so uh, without any wordy preface, 77.92. I feel like we're gonna get close. <coughs> Is it 76.5 something?
0: So the criteria for a B plus is 76.66. This comes to (laughs) 76.65. Oh my god. 0.01%. It's in the middle of the B tier just where I said it was going to be by (laughs) 0.01%.
1: Oh, my God. And I, I I
0: just did the math on my phone. There it is. I'm not lying. 76.65%.
1: Oh, my God. So 76.56. It is better than... 65. G- 65. Five. Doesn't matter. It's still better than Pearl Gems versus, but not as good as Kevin Gilbert.
0: There you go. There's something to carry with you a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That is hilarious.
0: I love that not only did I nail it, but by, like, a thread. Oh, like Yeah an absolute hair width like like
1: I, like I said i'll just agree with whatever you say because i've noticed that you're fairly observant and uh you're like well this is what i think and it's an educated guest mine's just like hey, this is where i want it to be so this is where it is
0: oh fuck
1: <laughs> that's funny oh man surprise b-tier yeah, what else were you expecting? You tuned in and you got exactly what you didn't want, but what we always do.
0: And and not only B-tier. that but though I call it though, I said I said middle of the B tier and by a hair width, we got that B tier.
1: That's wild. That's just
0: and you were you so proud of thinking, like, oh, this is going to be just enough to get us into B+. Oh, yeah. Psych. Oh,
1: I fucking thought so. Well, because <laughs> when you said 75, I was like, okay, split the difference. 77. We'll see. That's just. Can't we just move the bar a little? Just.
2: Doop. no. Because, I mean, it's
1: still in the fucking B tier. It doesn't even matter.
0: No, because if we do that, then I'm going to make Mr. Bungle's California 80, uh, 83.26, and that'll be the number one album.
1: No, you know <laughs> what? It's slightly. perfect where it is. It's per- all perfect
2: where it is.
0: But yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, I sure hope people aren't getting pissed off at all the B tiers. It's like, you guys are so bland with your B for bland for your fucking reviews. It's like, it's not the way we plan it. It just kind of comes out this way. Sorry, not sorry.
1: Believe it or not, we do do these reviews independently. (laughs) do do. We do these reviews independently. So it's not like we do this on purpose.
0: Yeah, like even while we're setting up the uh the zoom call and like we're talking before we start recording like we if we talk about the album at all we literally start off with saying not to spoil anything but yeah, of gives yeah. like a very vague sense of like this is how i felt about it and like without like you put on your best poker face and just be like i was not expecting certain things on this album so it'll be interesting to talk about them it's like yeah. what does that mean
1: yeah and like I can only get sort of a an idea of oh, Chris would like this just going off of other ones that we've done where it's like, oh, maybe he'll like this sound or maybe he'll like that. Most of the time, my personal thoughts of what you would like completely wrong.
0: <laughs> Although you didn't do too bad on the mixtape episode that we did that bonus little thing there. So I mean that is true. I, I like when it's not revolving around the podcast, you, you get a better sense of it. But when it's in the podcast, it's just like uh, he likes this song, Untitled by Alison James. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh,
0: Anyways, we're at the very end of the episode now, and hopefully you ranked the album better than us. Or even if you did worse, at least it gets into another tier, that's all that really matters at this point. So, thank you very much for joining us, we sure hope we had a lot of fun today, and make sure you let us know where you ranked the songs and where you rated the record. We're always very curious to know, and we like to discuss this stuff with you, so by all means, down in the comments of wherever you're listening, audio, video, it doesn't really matter, there's comment sections everywhere. Let us know what you thought about the album, where you put everything. Super yes. curious, but also over on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at rate, the record podcast. You can find us over there all found on rate, the record.ca.
2: Hell
1: yes. There are and, so many uh, options for you
0: to tell us what we want uh, what, to tell us what you want to tell us. And there's no excuse not to just do it.
1: Yeah. And uh, in all honesty, I hope we're not talking to no one because as soon as we said B tier, I really hope that at least one person is still with us. So thank you. One lone soul. Thank
0: you. Uh, just put up the hands up emoji uh, next to your comment if you've actually made it this far and you're still listening to us. So that yes. way it's just like our secret little code of like, see, they, they know what's up. Yeah,
1: thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. I, As, more than you appreciate our rankings of the albums.
0: Unless it matches us, unless you also B-tiered it, then hey, you know yeah. what? That's why you're yeah. part of the community, right? You yeah. get it. You get it. Nice. But yeah, you can do all of that. And also, again, if for some reason you want to financially support us giving more B tiers, then by all means you can do that. <laughs> Kobe.com slash rate the record. Also found on RateTheRecord.ca. But yeah, again, financially support us, help the podcast grow even bigger and better. It's completely optional. But man, you'd be certainly cool if you did that.
1: Oh my God. It's just I, this, this whole uh what it gonna be season three wrap-up is just gonna be uh b tier mania and it's just going to be cuts of and this lies in the b tier this lies in the b tier over and over and over it's Boy. funny
0: i will note this because so we obviously keep stats on our episodes and just like where we each of us rank songs and we the right like the percentage of the record and like this the scale system of what's best to worst um and i also keep an average of like the season score. So like season one was like sixty-eight or sixty nine percent. Season two was like seventy-four. And so far the season's seventy five. So guess what? We're very consistently now in the B tier. Yeah. (laughs) We need more A tiers. Come on. A plus we gotta do this. Yes. Hey, I I did it with System of Down last week. Okay. We got a pretty good goddamn good score to that.
1: We need more Anne Murray albums to write.
0: Wouldn't sit next to Bob Dylan, because that's exactly where she's going. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Ann Murray's in a hurry to hang out with the Bobby D.
1: <laughs> no, so I thought you were imitating her, <laughs> like, oh my god! Bob Dylan, it's so nice
0: to meet you. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's nice to meet you too. Wow! I didn't think I'd ever get to meet Bob Dylan! Yeah, that's that's a perfect anne Murray impression.
1: Oh my god! I'm just imagining like um, Willy Wonka's Oompa Loompas and when they talk all they sound like are Bob Dylan.
0: Oompa Loompa, doompity doo, I've got another folk song for you. It's called Number Two because that's what my songs are now
1: (laughs) and we're just dead at the end
0: thinking of being dead at the end that's exactly where we are (laughs) now so let's just go ahead and cut this off but i guess before we do that we do like to give you like a little hint sneak preview what to expect next week it's not bad dealing or and mary but savannah will at least give us a little sneak preview of what to expect
1: all right so The artist, singular for next week, is making their second appearance on the list, like I said, a solo effort, not with the band, but currently, as we are speaking, they are on tour with said band that got back together within the last, I think, they got back together this year, so... Look at that. After, Look at
0: them doing things. Yeah,
1: after I think a decade hiatus. So
0: although you're incredibly misleading, you you can't emphasize the word artist and not talk about prince.
1: It's not prince.
0: Although he's a symbol. Or was a symbol. He's not exactly a symbol was, anymore. He's a tomb. The,
1: he's yeah, he's dead
0: now. <laughs> he, he's a casket in the ground. Or yeah. I I don't know how his body's kept regardless that's irrelevant and even better this podcast is over now so we can stop annoying you with our shit so once again thank you very much for joining us and make sure you come on back next week to watch more of this podcast for some reason reason. but until then go listen to some awesome music we'll see you again real soon so take care everyone Bye bye